Good morning. I'm Anna Marie, and it's time again for Focus. This morning, our guest is Dr. Emerald Mitchell, the founder and executive director of Moves and Grooves Incorporated. Welcome. Thank you so much. So happy to be here. You are one of my heroes <laughs> oh. uh, in this entire community for the things that you do for mm-hmm. kids and for families. And I guess let's start that way, Dr. Mitchell. Can I call you Emerald? Yes, please call me Emerald. Because I'm an insider. Yes, uh, she is. <laughs> Dr. Mitchell to you. Okay, so uh, would you tell people what Moves and Grooves is and... So Moves and Grooves is a nonprofit arts education program. We use creative means to boost academic achievement in underserved communities in Nashville. Creative uh, means to boost academic achievement. Absolutely. So we merge math with music and science through dance to make it fun and interesting for kids. Yeah. Because math and science aren't typically the subject that kids get excited about. Yeah. And then usually they don't perform well. Mm-hmm. And so when we merge it with those things that they are like movement and sound. For movement and math, for instance, you think about the body and you place your hands on your hip, you're creating angles with your body. You're creating a 90 degree angle or you put your two heels together in what is considered a ballet position, first position. You've got a 90 degree angle there. But when you bend, you create a rhombus, you create a diamond with your legs. And so especially with elementary who are still learning geometry and shapes, it works great for them because they get a visual representation. And so once they're in a classroom and they're doing a test, they can remember, hmm, I remember when Dr. Mitchell said, put my right hand on my hip and to stand in first position, that's a 90 degree angle or a right angle. And so they bring that conceptualization to life. That is fantastic. Yes. <laughs> Merge the two. And I love that. Absolutely. And I mean, you even can go deeper when you're thinking about fractions in music. So you've got your quarter note, you've got your half note all sorts of math numbers and fractions, but they merge together when you think about rhythm and beat, you know, the amount of uh, timing, um, the the systematic numbers and just bringing it all together in metrics. Kids, even sometimes before they get interested in other forms of art, they're into music. Absolutely. They're into those rhythms. They're into those beats. Yes, they are. And I mean, once you give them the strings they'll run with it. I mean, they'll make their own musical song. They'll Mm -hmm. make their own beats. And then, of course, they'll make their own math problems, which is always fun to watch, too. Really? (laughs) Yes. Okay, so now, (laughs) Moves and Grooves. Where does it operate and how does it work? So Moves and Grooves currently operates inside six middle and elementary schools right here in Davidson County. Uh, For the most part, we are in South Nashville, Antioch area, because that's where the demand is is uh, needed. Um, We started out in North Nashville on the campus of Fisk University and we serve that John Henry Hale public housing community. But uh, since gentrification has taken place, a lot of those families have been merged and pushed out to the outskirts. And so South Nashville is where we find ourselves meeting the needs of families there. What are the needs of the families? The needs of families are, number one, support. A lot of these families are working families that have multiple children. A lot of them are immigrant families who are trying to find their way. Mm -hmm. Moves and Grooves provides a safe place for these kids to go. Um, When mom and dad are working or if it's a single parent Mm -hmm. um, that's working, they don't get off 
at three o'clock, which is when school is typically dismissed. They oh, get out right. around five, six o'clock. So they need a safe place that they feel comfortable where their child is getting the support academically, socially and emotionally that they might need. And Moves and Grooves hones in on that. So we literally partner with schools. We work with teachers and counselors to identify those students who have social and emotional needs. Maybe uh, they aren't confident in themselves. Maybe they're performing low in math and literacy. We partner with those students and those teachers to design curriculum for that child in the after school program. So a typical day they come in after school, provide them a healthy snack, an hour of academics or homework help, and an hour of fun and enrichment, which is usually dance, a guest speaker. Um, We might even have um, a game day, just something to get the kids moving and grooving and having fun. And is it all music? It is not. We explore all genres of art. So we do dance, we do music, we do uh, visual arts and painting. When you walk into the room, you can hear the beat grooving as soon as you walk through the door. We really believe in that quantum theory of learning, which uses cues and music and that artistic feel to um, get the students to do what we need them to do. So opposed to simply have a seat, everyone come in and have a, a seat at the desk. We usually play a song to, to have a seat, get prepared. We even do a chant which is our moves and grooves chant. What is that? It's a series of, we call it like a pep rally style welcome. So when the kids come in, they usually get into a circle after putting down their backpacks and we get into a circle and make a, a stomp and a clap beat. And we're talking about building confidence. So standard number one, it's, call and response. And so it's all about greeting one another with love, greeting one another with support. So is this something that not only helps them in school, but it seems like this is going to help them the rest of their lives? Absolutely. Absolutely. So moves and grooves, we really want to build character in young people. We want to give them skills, not only for the classroom, but as you said, skills for life. And build such a character. Absolutely. Not just help them with their math. Not at all, because we realize in life, You need more than just academics. You need to know how to engage with people, Mm -hmm. how to communicate, how to collaborate, work as a team, work on your leadership skills. And so in Moves and Grooves, we help develop those skills in young people. How do you develop leadership skills in young people with Moves and Grooves? I believe it starts with building confidence in who they are, helping youth identify their strengths and even their weaknesses, as well as their differences. And and we really want to teach them how their differences are actually what makes them unique, what makes them strong. And so by helping them understand their history, where they come from, that builds confidence and giving them a platform for them to lead. Yeah. And it might be as simple as being the line leader for the day or simply the one to make the announcements or a classroom helper. But those small opportunities helps build confidence in a child. So what might start as small and stepping out on something that you did not know that you had in a classroom might make way for an opportunity to do something outside the classroom, might try out for the cheerleading team, you know, Mm -hmm. run for SGA president. And so those small little opportunities are what we want to create for kids so that they can take um, for the rest of the world. So if they're the line leader, they may realize that I like this. I like taking the lead. I like in and believe it or not, these kids, they actually love being a leader, whether you want them to or not. (laughs) (laughs) And what we've even found out is, you know, even with our students with some behavior issues, that's a leverage that we use, you know, with them. In what way? So, you know. If little Johnny, you know, does not want to sit in his seat for whatever reason, sometimes we can leverage that opportunity with Johnny by simply saying, "Okay, I know that you don't want to sit in your seat right now. However, I'm going to need your help. 
I'm going to need your help. And by presenting into an opportunity like that, they're more inclined to be receptive to what we're asking and giving a reward to Johnny, such as, okay, if you can sit in your seat, I'm going to have you help me pass out these papers. Would that be okay? Because that gives you the limelight. That gives you the spotlight. And that's really what the kids want and they need. Mm -hmm. They really want some attention, to be honest. And that's the reason why they're acting out. They're acting out to get that attention from, you know, that adult or even that peer in the room. Mm -hmm. And we really want to show them that. You can get attention in a positive way. You don't have to misbehave to get my attention. I'm going to voluntarily give you my attention and you're going to be celebrated by all of us because you're doing something that's worthwhile. Do you feel that all children could benefit from this sort of a program? I completely agree. Um, I think the at risk factor gets a um, a bad rep because when we think of at risk children and programs like these, you think of those who are poverty stricken, mm-hmm. think of those who come from disadvantaged backgrounds. But through 18 years of working with kids, I noticed that all children are at risk. Those children who come from those wealthy families, a lot of those parents aren't there. And so those kids find themselves displaced. They don't have anyone to talk to Mm -hmm. I mean, because kids go through things, you know, emotionally at school amongst their peers. And there's no economic background that can prevent a child from feeling unaccepted, from feeling less confident. And so through Moves and Grooves, we give those at-risk youth who are going through those situations an opportunity to feel love and feel supported. And, you know, caring adults and having a visual representation is is helpful. Caring adults and having a visual <laughs> representation. Absolutely. This is what it looks like to get the attention you need in a positive way. Yes. Like how, how many are we reaching now and, and what is the goal? Okay, so right now annually Moves and Grooves reaches over 1,600 kids. We have a vision to be in every metro school because there's no shortage of of kids who need support. Absolutely. And we really believe in the village mentality. You know, it's not just up to the parents. It's up to the community. It's up to the teachers, the caregivers, the neighbors to really provide a web of support for that child. And Mm -hmm. that's where we get them to reach the goal. And it helps our entire community be better. If the children have learned better skills and learned to know themselves and learned that they have abilities. They do. And you brought abilities up. And I thought of a certain student when you mentioned that. I remember um, at a school called Apollo in South Nashville, met a young boy. I'll call him Jay. And Jay had autism. And it was his fifth grade year. So he just entered into middle school and he had a hard time meeting friends. And so his mother, of course, was working and decided to put him in the program um, because she needed aftercare. Jay really transformed. He really came alive when the students began to step. He heard the music and he was able to synchronize his movements right along with the rest of the kids to the point where you didn't know what disabilities um, he may have had. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's what it's all about. Really helping kids understand that differences are what make you unique. Um, It makes you special, but it's also your strength and that everyone is welcome here. No matter what your background is, no matter what uh, your abilities are, you have a safe place here at Moves and Grooves and we want to see you shine. We want students who care about other kids. We want them to care about each other. And that creates that community. And that's what Moves and Grooves does. You've created community among children. Yes. Which is 
can be difficult among middle school students. And that's the bulk of our, our population. Why, why is it more <laughs> difficult among middle school students? What are they going through? We're, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Dr. Emerald Mitchell, the founder and executive director of Moves and Grooves Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, they're in six middle and elementary schools, uh, mostly in South Nashville and the Antioch area. Yes. Why is it more difficult to build community with middle school kids? Oh my goodness. Any parent can probably answer this, but I'm going to ask you. <laughs> Absolutely. And look, and I'm a parent of four, so I've got, what, two middle schoolers right now. But it's difficult because middle school students, both girls and boys, are going through that transitional phase. Middle school is that period where you're too young, you know, for the high school stuff and too old for, you know, the kitty and, you know, animal things that you do in middle school. And so we find that middle school is a sweet spot because it's an open opportunity to still teach those young kids because they have that period of what path will I follow on life? They're at that middle ground where you could either choose the wrong crowd and go the wrong way, or you could choose this other opportunity. With middle school students, you want to understand what they like and what they like is they want to be older, to be honest. <laughs> they want to be accepted Yes, a lot of the time. And so what Moves and Grooves does is creates this cool space of saying you are loved. You are supported. You know, different or not, you're here. We want you. We want to celebrate you. And you have more gifts that this world needs to see. And we want to help you. And they get to nurture and encourage other people. Absolutely. That's kind of a feeling of being older because (laughs) that usually comes when you're older in life. Yes, comes with maturity for sure. And I think it's great um, because Moves and Grooves has been around for so long. um, We attract a lot of our alumni, high school students who come back. And that is a beautiful thing to see. Having someone who's graduated from the Moves and Grooves program come back to mentor and support the younger generation. And we see a lot of that in Moves and Grooves. And you need those mentors and you need that help because uh, it's not just in the schools. Moves and Grooves is not just in the schools. What are some of the other things that people don't know about Moves and Grooves? It's not just an after-school program where they get in there and dance a little. Absolutely. So Moves and Grooves does a lot of great things in the community. Uh, One of the things that we do is called Cool Kids Read. And Cool Kids Read is an initiative to boost literacy. As we know, in metro schools, there's a decline. Um, Our third graders are not reading on grade level. And so the concept behind, behind Cool Kids Read is, number one, that we partner with Belmont University. So we have Belmont mentors who come and read to the kids. We also have a partnership with Bookham. So Bookham donates books. So we adopt a particular school um, and our college students read to the elementary school students. And our concept behind that is college kids read, cool kids read, and you should too. So on Cool Kids Read, which usually takes place in August or September, um, not only are the students reading to uh, the elementary students, but each student gets a pair of cool sunglasses and a book to take home. Outside of dance, you know, we really want to see these kids thrive in life. And by opening a book, opening their imagination, the possibilities are endless. Oh, Tell me about goodness. this road trip or two that you've taken with the kids. Oh, goodness. Okay, so... As I mentioned, um, Moves and Grooves is all about exposing students um, to college careers and just being ready for what's ahead. And so a lot of our students are approaching that high school age and where they're making that decision to go on to college. And so each year during spring break, we take the kids on a college tour. And it's always a fun event because these kids in the car for seven hours, (laughs) 
you can just imagine what's happening. But um, last year, we ended up taking the kids to New York for the very first time. There was a lot of them who had never been out of the city limits, and most of them had never even been on a plane before. Yeah. So we drove or we took a plane from Nashville to New York. We drove from New York to New Jersey. We visited Princeton. We visited um, Howard University, even Juilliard. There was a young student in our program. Hopefully she doesn't hate me that I'm going to miss her in her name, but her name is Jaden. Her vision was to perform in Juilliard. She wants to be accepted into Juilliard. During that trip to New York, we intentionally stopped at Juilliard. We went in, we spoke to the admissions office. When we walked out, she was literally in tears. And she looked at me and she just said, Dr. Mitchell, this is my dream. This is my dream come true. And I said, well, if this is your dream, we're going to mark it. Go ahead. You give me your best dance pose in front of Juilliard and we're going to send it to them. And that's exactly what we did. So we literally stood in front of the Juilliard building in the middle of downtown New York. She did this beautiful pose with her leg extension. We call it a six o'clock, which is when one leg is pointed toward the 12 and the other is at the six. Oh, my gosh. And uh, she held it. We captured that that moment. We put it on our social media page. Juilliard loved it and liked it. Yes, they did. And now we follow one another. Um, And this is uh, Jaden's senior year right now. And Juilliard is in that running. Juilliard, we haven't heard back from them yet, but I have a great feeling about it. And so we're just so excited that we had the opportunity to give Jaden that moment. Did you cry? I know you did. Oh, of course. I'm such a sap for these babies. <laughs> uh, 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 I did. Oh, I, I would did. Have been tears. Just, just to see that these kids have so many dreams and visions like that and to be able to help them along the way. And you, see that. you have a phrase about <laughs> seeing it and all that. Yes. If they can't see it, they can't be it. But if they can see it, they can be it. And that's my model for exposing young people to different opportunities. We want to be able to help them see themselves in that light, whether it's being a doctor or being a college graduate. Get onto that college campus. Engage. Feel the environment. Immerse yourself in the culture. Bottom line, Dr. Mitchell, is that you give them hope. Yes. You give them some tools and some confidence and you give them some hope. Absolutely. And speaking from a disadvantaged child standpoint, that's really what a lot of these kids need. They need hope. When you're constantly in an environment of violence, uh, constantly in an environment where people are struggling and Mm -hmm. depression, you need something to hope for. You need something to give you a reason to press on each day. By, you know, presenting ourselves with a smile each day, presenting opportunities to encourage kids and giving them opportunities to explore things outside their neighborhood. We give them hope. We give them something to fight for. We give them a reason to believe. (laughs) Kids need someone to believe in them sometimes before they can believe in themselves. Absolutely. Is that what they find with Moves and Grooves? That's exactly what they find. There's so many kids even at um, the elementary level that you'd be so surprised that are struggling with identity. Um, They're struggling with who they are. Moves and Grooves provides that safe place to let down your guard. That's the great thing about art. There is no right or wrong. It's just you. It's your interpretation. We want to create that space where everyone is celebrated. Everyone 
has a purpose and a calling on their life. We want to be able to help the kids to establish that greatness, whatever it is, whatever is in you. And most of the kids, they don't even know what it is, but it takes that special person. And that's why I I definitely thank our site coordinators who are with these kids every day after school. It's their job to get to know that child. We have what we call personal success plans. So that's an opportunity for our mentors and teachers after school to speak with that student, to learn what their fears are, what their struggles are during those moments, to hear where that child is coming from and even create goals for the semester. So each semester they meet with their site coordinator, they write down personal academic um, goals for themselves. And it's that job of the site coordinator to ensure that that child meets the goals. And it's not just in the program, it's in the school, maybe it's at home. I wanna help my mom out you know, a little bit more around the house. Mm-hmm. Okay, well what are the steps? Because if you, you can have a goal, but if you don't have a strategy or a plan to get there, you're completely lost. Right. And so what that coordinator does is help that child devise a plan. Okay, this is your goal. How can we get there? What are the things that we need to do now? If it's an academic goal, we want to increase our grade from a D to a C in mathematics. Okay, what do we need to do? We need to study for two more hours. We need to make sure we speak with our teacher. We need to get, you know, some academic support. So we help them devise a plan. Personal success plan? Personal success plan. Could you put one together for me? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, we all need that in our lives. We do. We do. But I think... Setting goals is such a powerful thing. And that's why I love the beginning of the year. You do the vision boards and goals for the season. And do you do that personally? I do. As a matter of fact, my entire family just did a vision board. My husband included. I've got four. For those of you who do not know, I am a mother of four. I have a high school son, um, a high school daughter, and one that's 13 in middle school and an eight-year-old. So one boy, (laughs) three girls. Yes. And so... We did a vision board as an entire family about goals that we wanted to accomplish personally um, and even around the house. And it was so revealing just to see the goals that my own children had for themselves. Like what? Give me an idea. One of the one of the goals that my son has, and I'm not sure if it's a millennial thing or what. But he hasn't gotten his license yet to drive. Uh. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's an Uber thing or what. Oh, yeah. But he he actually set a goal to um, not only get his license, he actually set another goal um, to get an internship. He wants to be an architect. And so his goal was to find an architect firm to do job shadowing for experience. And I thought that was so out of the box and so amazing that you are actually setting a goal to set your off time lifetime success small things like helping his actually didn't even think he cared about his little sisters but he did and so you know uh, that just warms my heart i think you've just helped a lot of us because i'm a goal setter and i break it down into the steps and prioritize things like yes. that but i've never actually tried the vision board thing yes it's it's so powerful i think you know for me writing down things i almost get a little nervous and the reason why i get nervous is because i understand the power of writing things down it's a reminder you literally speak things into existence and you put it into the universe to make it happen mm-hmm. and that's when, once you really gain, gain the concept of that, it, it's it's amazing to see. And it's happened so many times in my life where I've literally spoken things and written it down and it happened. Uh-huh. I've got to watch myself. I'm like, 
self-talk. Emerald, when you write this down, you know what this means. Yeah. You're going to actually do it. And it actually holds me accountable. Yeah. And especially when I share my vision board with someone else, I see they hold me accountable as well. That's why you get a little nervous because you know <laughs> this is going to be some work and this is going to be some changes. Yes, yes, <laughs> and not everyone's ready for those changes, but they're they're definitely great. They're definitely great, and so that's what we really want to teach these students: the importance of goal setting, the importance of having something that drives you each day. How can we help support moves and groups? Everyone can help by simply volunteering, telling a friend. One thing, you can support our initiatives by attending community events. So one special event that we've started to host every year in the month of March is called the Art Splash. Mm -hmm. And the Art Splash is our signature fundraising gala. It's literally a time that we come together um, to celebrate the accomplishments, celebrate the spirit of community, and really um, look at the goals once again for the upcoming year, what we want to accomplish. So this year, Saturday, March the 7th, at the Vanderbilt Student Life Center, we will host our Art Splash event mm-hmm. where we're honoring four amazing leaders. One is the former director of schools, Dr. Sean Joseph. We have um, Mr. Jake Eisenhower, who is a commercial visual artist. We have Mr. Arthur Kirkby, who is also a visual artist and well-known throughout Nashville. And we have one special young lady by the name of Promise Sawyers. You may recall Promise Sawyers. She's a 12-year-old viral sensation that really stepped up um, about cyberbullying. Um, there was a viral video where um, there was a group of young people talking about Promise's natural curly hair. And um, opposed to fighting back, she grabbed her cell phone and she spoke life into herself saying, I am beautiful. We won't allow anyone to steal our joy um, because we know who we are and whose we are. And not only did she empower young people you know, to come back bigger and better, she even wrote a little book about it. And, you know, that book is is being sold online. But we're so happy to celebrate these individuals, not only for their connection and their impact on the Nashville community, but their connection with Moves and Grooves. I will be emceeing the event. Yes. Art Splash this Absolutely. year. <laughs> and we're hoping to raise lots of money for Moves and Grooves. What are your goals for Moves and Grooves? My goal for Moves and Grooves is, number one, to ensure that kids have a safe place. Um, we know that summertime is coming. Um, we hope to um, host a summer camp for at least 75 kids in Nashville. Summer reading loss is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they say that kids who are from disadvantaged backgrounds or low-income communities lose a month and a half worth of ac- academics during the summer because their brain is not being challenged during right. that time. Right. And so the Moves and Grooves Summer Camp combats that. We have a full day camp from 8 to 4, Monday through Friday. It's going to be at Thomas Edison Elementary School this year. Uh, so if you are looking for a fun, innovative place for your kids to go during the summer um, where they can get both academic support and just great memories to last a lifetime, be sure to check out Moves and Grooves. How much does it cost to send one kid to summer camp? For one kid to be in summer camp, um, it costs $1,200. It depends also on that child's age. Um, We do have um, some scholarships for families. Um, So if there's some academic or um, economic hardships, we Mm -hmm. can definitely support through um, some of the grants that we have. But that's also why you need our support. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, We definitely need the support in the community because 
there's no shortage of young people that need a place to go. Um, a lot of the free community centers and spaces are overcrowding within minutes because of such a high demand, especially in the South Nashville area. Um, we do have two community centers there. However, if you're a parent in that area, you know how quickly those spots fill up in the summertime. They fill up within the first hour. By supporting the Moves and Grooves summer camp, you give families another option. Good. You give them that 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 opportunity. Uh, anything else that I've neglected to ask that you feel is important to add? One thing that I get asked a lot is, how did this concept get started? What is Moves and Grooves? Why are you so passionate about it? To be honest, Moves and Grooves started based on the experience I had as a young person. I'm originally from Portland, Oregon, um, the great Northwest. I am one of five children. I'm the only girl. Uh, my mother was a single parent, hardworking, but she couldn't be there all the time. Mm -hmm. And that left a lot of idle time, if you will, for my brothers and I. But there was a nonprofit that totally transformed my life called Self Enhancement Incorporated. And Self Enhancement was a community of college graduates that came back into that North Portland area to really establish mentors, establish leadership and change that the trajectory of that community. And I happened to be one student that was recruited. And in that program, it not only helped me establish leadership in myself, but it gave me accountability. It gave me a home away from home because it wasn't just a drop in program. They were literally in school with me, provided support after school. They gave me my first summer job and they stay with you from one grade to the next. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was the most powerful thing, the consistency. Even when I graduated from high school, Self-enhancement was still there. They provided my very first care packages my freshman year of college. And if you're a college student, you know how important those care packages were. And back <laughs> then, I had a calling card, some noodles, cookies, change for the washer and dryer. And those are all things that my mother, you know, wish she could have, but just couldn't under those circumstances. So yeah. self-enhancement really filled the gap. And that concept changed my life. So when I came to Nashville in 2000, I noticed there was a huge need. There was a lot of young people with no place to go right um, after school. 18 years later, here we are reaching over 1,600 kids in Davidson County and changing lives one move at a time. The great thing is that we're not done. You know, we have high hopes of really creating a youth art center. Um, because we understand the importance of having an arts outlet, um, the need for creative expression. I hope all my artist friends are listening <laughs> and can jump in and support this. Yes, I do as well. I do as well. Um, we need as many creative advocates as possible um, to help us in this mission. We want to be able to create the next generation of young innovators and artists and entrepreneurs. Thank right you. here in Nashville. Thank you. <laughs> Dr. Emerald Mitchell, the founder and executive director of Moves and Grooves Incorporated. We're going to put the links and more information on our Focus Facebook page. Make sure you join us again next week. I'm Anna Marie, and that's Focus. Focus.